Welcome everyone to this podcast on resilience, uh, another episode of the resiliency series. Um, this is Dr. Astera. Today, unfortunately, I'm not joined by my co-host Ashish. He couldn't make it, but he sends uh, his greetings to everyone. Uh, today, uh, our guest um, on this episode is Priscilla Chen. She's a digital communication manager and an Asian-American expat in Denmark. Hello, Priscilla. Hi, how are you guys doing? It's really great to have you here and thank you very much for accepting our invitation. We would, yeah, love, to he we would yeah. love to hear your story on resilience and I know that you have a good one <laughs> to share. So, if you could just briefly tell us about yourself. Um, yeah, um, well, I first of all, I just want to say that this is a very meaningful podcast that you guys are hosting. I, I have been um, enjoying it and I'm so glad to share my story a little bit today. So hopefully it will bring some encouragement to whoever that is listening. Definitely, um, that's, that's our aim. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully. Yeah, so well, as you said, uh, my name is Priscilla and I've come from Oregon, um, the United States, and I moved to Denmark three years ago to do my master's in intercultural communication. And I currently live in Copenhagen. Um, and I guess the, the live situations or the challenges, I think it's really hard to pinpoint it to one event or like one challenge because I think 2020 has been a really tough year. I think not just for me, right, but for everyone. But yeah, really, that's definitely not easy yeah. for anyone anywhere in the world. Yeah. Yeah, so it really has been kind of like a roller coaster year for me. Uh, so much have happened. Um, I guess like I started looking for a job in Denmark after I graduated and has been quite difficult as a, as a foreigner, especially not a, a non-EU citizen and who doesn't speak foreign Danish yet. Um, and then COVID-19 hit. And so that obviously affected the, the economy as well and makes it even harder. And I was kind of living on my savings for a long period of time as well. And then in 2020, I think it's also just the fact that I've been like living in different um, temporary situations where, where I was moving home a few times already. Wow, and, uh, <laughs> that's quite much for this uh, yeah, special right. time when we are not supposed to move. Exactly, so right? one of which was actually across the country from Aarhus. Uh, to right, I remember, yes, you were yeah, based yeah, in Aarhus. And it, it was during the lockdown and <laughs> so from the day that I found out I had to move out within one, two weeks to the day that I actually moved was 10 days. So you can kind of imagine how stressful it could be. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's definitely a very short notice. Yeah, so um, every time I had to find a place to stay or go homeless or go back to the States. So yeah, it's, it's just a lot of like packing and packing and adapting to a new environment, uh, adapting to new people that I live with and mm -hmm. et cetera. Um, just overall this year, it's just a lot of uncertainties and changes both in my career and my living space. So I guess like going through this alone in, in a foreign country alone, <laughs> away from my family and during a pandemic and everything is just not so easy. <laughs> and um, I think even till now, I wouldn't say I've completely walked out of this season or overcome all the challenges yet, but I think it's been um, more and more stable now. So that's a little yeah, bit. I of... guess you are on the good path to overcome it yeah. soon. Hopefully, we, we keep our yeah, fingers crossed. Like a more permanent place like um, on Thursday. So. Okay, yeah, yeah. So if you can tell us a bit about your story of resilience, 
this year or whatever else you want to want to share with us and our listeners you know some um description of those life changes that um that you had in this year or you know something that uh, that made you more resilient and something that uh, required uh, from you to adapt to yeah uh, so i guess um because I, because of my experience living abroad in five different countries before, and I travel a lot before COVID time, um, I am quite good at being flexible and adapting to a new environment. So that definitely helps me with like moving so often this year. And of course, this year is just so intense. Like I've never moved like five, six times a year before, and I've never faced a pandemic before. Yeah, so, so it, that's pretty but crazy. I, <laughs> but I think it comes easier and easier each time that you, you have to face mm-hmm. a problem. And I think um, it's so important that, which helped me to adapt, is that you, you keep a, a perspective that, you know, life is full of changes and change is the only constant. Um, so kind of dealing with whatever that comes at you one at a time is how I try to manage or you know, adapt so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one at a time. Yeah, and can you tell me what is um, the most challenging part of this year for you? Because I know that uh, you said yourself, you know, that there was some things in your personal life, like moving uh, from one place to another, but also your professional life. So what would be that um, most you know, difficult part of this year for you? I think the most difficult is probably just the uncertainty and, and just making mm-hmm. making decisions when you don't know everything. Because again, like during COVID time, like when I every time to move, I have to think about, should I actually go back to the States? Would it be better because I, I'll be with family, I, I will have a home to stay, I don't have to stress so much about moving and finding a job and everything and being alone. But, but at the same time, like, but I still want to stay in Europe, stay in Denmark. I still want to pursue my dream and my passion. I still want to live here and keep trying. So it's just like making that decision and um, really like trying to figure out, okay, what is a better, uh, you know, what is better, what is bad and not, not, not as good. And, you know, it's, it's just pros and cons in, in both mm-hmm. sides. And so that, I think that would be, that was the most challenging. And obviously um, several times I had to move is actually, I, um like I, I i wouldn't know if i can find a place to stay like it, it was quite scary yeah. <laughs> it's really scary. i can imagine because well i mean here yeah. in the uk for example i've never had such a situation well yeah. for, for many many years when i was a student i had that kind yeah. of um adventures as well but uh here also everything works like that but well before finding a new place you actually have to give a notice <laughs> And uh, it's also like a one big um, unknown what is going to happen. Yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. definitely. So I think the the unknown and the uncertainties and making hard Mm -hmm. decisions, I would say it's the most challenging. Okay, so uh, can you tell me how do you manage with um, adapting to this kind of uncertainty and and the circumstances that are changing sometimes, well, like from one day to another, like with lockdown that we had in the spring and and some other um restrictions so where do you find your motivation and also where do you find your support because while you are here alone as you said your parents are in the states yeah if you could tell me a bit about that yeah for sure um actually i i to be honest so many times i've thought about just giving up giving up and going home you know because that's that's easy um 
but the fact that I'm still here in Denmark and still trying, I can say that I've grown to be a more, even more resilient person. And there are definitely different things that um, keep me moving <laughs> or motivate me. And I think mm -hmm. um, the first one is my faith. I think um, even though this year has been really hard, but I've also felt so blessed. Um, I've seen like how God has provided for my needs and protected me and opened different doors that are so like miraculous for me. Oh, that's great. Like, that the fact that I'm still here. And also I think there's just this like inner voice telling me, okay, just trust God. And like, I know that I'm not going through this tough time for no reason. I know that he's using this to shape my characters. And I know, like, I think also the most important thing is that my faith has given me hope and peace in the middle of the storm. And I think that's the most valuable. And um, second of all, obviously, is my family and my friends. <laughs> my, my family has been so supportive, the biggest support during this time. My parents, um, <laughs> they've never given me any pressure throughout the job searching season. Um, they've always always respected and supported all the decisions that I make, even, you know, when I want to, even, uh, you know, when I want to go back or you, uh, when I'm going to stay here, my dad would just be like, you just, you know, your life, you know, your heart the best. And so you just make your own decision. Um, and so they're just so supportive. Of course, I know my, my parents, they want me to go back, right? If they have <laughs> At the same time, they, they really understand um, that I'm a dream chaser and chaser and then he, he really just support me yeah that's so that actually very great that you have that kind of parents because well not everyone can yeah uh, sure. count on on their parents yeah. when they are abroad especially so like stereotypical fine. Asian parents so they're, <laughs> they're not that so I'm really grateful and I think also just friends from all around the world that sent me like word of encouragement and care packages or even just offering um, practical help I think they're just the best and definitely people um, in my life that um, keep me going mm -hmm. And the third and the last I would say is my passion because I am someone who does everything with a passion. And I know that what I studied and the career that I want to pursue in this like intercultural communication or this like diversity, diversity and inclusion field is something that I'm really passionate about. So I guess, and, and at the same time, like moving to Europe was and still is my dream. <laughs> I came here three years ago. It was, it, it was like a dream come true. Um, I know that even though I have not like quote unquote made it, I'm definitely like on the right track and I'm taking small steps to towards the right direction. So I think like, yeah, the third thing is my passion that kept me going. Yeah. Yeah. That's very great. And that's very important. What you've just mentioned about those small steps, because many people think that you have to take a big step. Yeah. Like something, you know, really huge to change your life, but it's not really about that. It's about those small steps and actually to having the courage to, take the first step because that's the usually the most difficult one isn't it yeah it's just putting one foot in front of the other mm -hmm. <laughs> until you make it it is it is and uh, can you tell us um, a bit more about the lessons that uh, you've learned from your experience being in Europe um, and from this year as well um, what was your biggest lesson or your takeaway from what is happening around you yeah <laughs> I definitely have learned a lot in this journey <laughs> uh, how do I even start I think um, a few things um, the first one is that you are stronger than you think you are I think that is something that I really understood this year because if I look back from like a year ago, I wouldn't think that I would be able to sustain this crazy year in 2020, but yet I'm still here. So, so I guess like, it's not until you 
um, go through it that you actually realize how strong you can be. Um, so that's one thing I learned. Um, don't underestimate yourself. <laughs> and then the second one is really um, maintaining a thankful heart, um, not, thinking, not taking things for granted and counting my blessings. I think um, having a right posture of heart really helps me to be resilient. Um, for example, the fact that, um, that I'm still healthy in this mm -hmm. pandemic. So many people have died or like, you know, gone. That's important. Um, having family that loves me and that support me, that's a huge blessing. And and so I, I can't say that, okay, my life completely sucks because, it, you know, it doesn't. Like, I'm still healthy. I'm still here. Mm -hmm. and I'm so um, being thankful. Um, the third one I would say is um, that I would see each situation as an opportunity to learn. So every time something comes up, something shitty that comes up, I'll be like asking myself, okay, what can I learn from this situation? Because I have to go through it anyway. So I might as well just get the most out of it. So that's something that I um, learn as well. Just trying to learn um, from um, tough times. Um, and also it's a quote from the, the alchemist. It says, um, when you want something, all of the universe conspires in helping you to achieve it. I, and I really um, believe that I've seen that in my life, especially in 2020, that if I really want something um, and, and that people around you can feel, can feel it and that they will want to help you. And there are so many kind people out there. Um, and then I think the last two, it's, it's also quite important, is that not uh, to, to not forget to rest. Oh, um, yes, that's so a very important rest. point. Yeah, um, I, I, there are some points where I was so stressed about like, oh my gosh, I'm not doing enough. I, I need to do more. I need to like, you know, get myself out, out of this or I need to apply for more jobs or, you know, I'm just beating myself up. But I think it's just so important to, to rest. And, and then, the self-care is something that we cannot forget about, especially if we are going through difficult times. Exactly. So, yeah. We can just completely de deplete our energy and we will have no energy for, you know, sending more job applications or, or looking exactly. for an other opportunity. So that's <laughs> important. Yeah, so it, it actually reminds me of like a Chinese saying. It says that rest so that you can walk a longer journey. Mm, like you exactly, that's a very wise saying. Yeah. Can you tell me like what is your self-care routine if, if you could share with, with us? You know, what, what yeah, does... okay, so my favorite thing, I think it's um, really inspired by the Danish culture is that um, it's like I really like to spend um, in, in the morning, spend time to make a nice breakfast. And then I just enjoy it by myself or, you know, just to listen to some music and just take it slowly. Just, I feel like that's the way to start the morning, right? Mm -hmm. Like I have a, like um, healthy food and like nice looking, nice breakfast. And I take the time to actually enjoy the food, not just like, you know, swallowing and like. Yeah, sure, sure. Having that like um, good start of a day um, really helps me to. Um, a mindful breakfast. Yeah. Yeah, a good breakfast and taking the time to, to enjoy it. Um, it's, uh, it's a way that I, I ha uh, have my me time and to take care of myself. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay, and um, what about um, advice that you could give to people who are in a similar situation as yourself, somewhere in a foreign country, maybe looking for a job or, or still trying to find a job? Uh, yeah. If they were, for example, you know, uh, made redundant earlier, um, what would be your advice to them? Yeah, so I guess um, in terms of job seekers, especially people who um, have been laid off of, you know, for whatever reason, you know, COVID, um, I think um, first is that 
being proactive in maybe networking with people and being like taking initiative to to reach out to people to seek opportunities and to yeah network with people because I think um, I, I found that like knowing people and getting like building your network professionally it's so important and I think that's how we met actually we met on LinkedIn we, we kind of became yes, friends that's true um, see each other a lot on, on our um, content and, and then we interact that way um, and I, I think I learned a lot from you too but uh, yeah I think networking oh, thank people, you yeah I think like it's it's more more useful than just like sending you know 200 um, mm. job applications without knowing anyone that's true I guess that's, that, true. that's, that's one um, you know my take uh, in for in terms of jobs job seeking but I think in, in life in general or just facing um, tough situation would be just um, especially in 2020 embracing changes and un uncertainties um, seeing them as part of life instead of trying to avoid them because I think this is just a normal part of life. Like you can't really avoid them. I know some people they really want a stable life. They really would hate to face any you know, crazy things like this. But at the same time, we just, you know, once we understand it and change our perspective and understand, okay, it is just part of life. And and that will make it easier to to embrace it and to to overcome them, I guess. Yeah, changes um, are always difficult to, you know, yeah. face, especially for those people who prefer to have, you know, some stability in their lives, as you said, not, not everyone is in favor of changes, like maybe you yeah. or me, because, yeah, we, we've lived in different countries. So, yeah, uh, for sure. Us, it's quite uh, normal, probably. To, to yeah, and I would add, like you know, when we go through challenges in life, I would just encourage mm. people that, like, if we try to think of it as a process to build up our characters to learn again, like you know, mm. take take it as an opportunity to learn. Then again, we are stronger than we think, and we will become stronger and more resilient. And then next time we face something, then we will, you know, have experience from the previous time to to know how to do it better. So yeah, that will be. Yeah, a that's that's a very very important message for everyone here <laughs> that is listening to us, and also remember that uh, changes or challenges are an important part of life, and they are actually we can't avoid them. Even if you if you try to make your life as stable as possible, you never know what is going to happen. We have COVID this year. Hopefully, it's going away at yeah. some point, but. Um, there are that kind of changes that we completely can, cannot control. So as Priscilla, as you have just said, uh, it's better to treat it as a part of life and try to learn something from it as we anyway have to go through it. Yeah, I think COVID-19 really has taught us a lot of things. You know, no one has ever expected it to spread around the world, like become becoming like this global pandemic and still going on. Still going on, getting worse actually at the moment. So that's not too, yeah, not too so, cool. I don't think anyone can say that 2020 has been how they expected it at all <laughs> mm. myself. so yeah yeah but we also have to remember that many people had uh, well different uh, changes even before the covid i mean for me for example 2019 yeah. was quite a quite a difficult year to say the least so i must say i had my <laughs> 2020 a bit earlier and i i guess there's quite a lot a lot of people who who had the same you know in the previous years so okay well the COVID is an extraordinary situation, but still, you know, um, like all those major life changes that completely shifts your, uh, well, like yeah. worldview and, and, you know, your, your yeah, outlook I mean, on you, life. Yeah. 
I think we like take a step back and look at it mm -hmm. from like a bigger picture point of view. It, it's actually, it is a really tough year and crazy and like, like, you know, abnormal, but at the same time, it's only just a year out of your whole life. Mm -hmm. So if you just remember, okay, it's going to pass, it's going to be okay. Yeah, then that's, I, that's what I need to stick to. Like <laughs> stay calm and just, again, take it one step at a, mm -hmm. at, at a time. <laughs> Well, Priscilla, I have two two questions for you, um, two additional questions, and this is because, um, well, you're an expat, and as you are here uh, today with us, I also wanted to ask about this part of your life. Um, so now just leave this 2020 aside, and uh, if you could think about your expat life, especially those three years in uh, Denmark, uh, the three recent years, what have you learned as an expat? You know, what could you what could you say to other expats who are somewhere in the world and they are having maybe some difficulties in adapting to the new culture or, you know, like getting friends in a new place? Like what, what is your experience and what have yeah. you learned? <sighs> so hard to sum up everything. Um, I think um, to stay open minded is really important and understanding that, especially as someone who um, studies intercultural communication, I think it's so important when you encounter with or make friends with people that are different than you, that are from different cultures or backgrounds or speak different languages. It's, it's important to remember it's, it's not about who is better or worse, what is good or bad, it's just difference. It's just that we are different. And, and so the goal is not to compare, oh yeah, like my way is better, your way is like weird and wrong. It's, it's, it's um, the goal should be, you know, making, finding common grounds, like finding common interests and finding a way to work together and, you know, be friends. Um, so keeping an open mind and, and um, you know, try new things before you just assume that it's, it's weird or bad because, because you haven't tried it. That's very important when you um, move to a new country or a new uh, environment. Um, in terms of making friends, I think especially in the Danish culture, um, it's the stereotype that Danes uh, could be a little bit um, reserved or like kind of like a coconut culture where they it's kind of hard to penetrate through at first. Um, but um, but it's just like, that's why you need to take the initiative, kind of not expecting others to reach out to you. You know, you're kind of the newcomer, so you should try to um, reach out to people and, you know, um, maybe go to different gatherings or events and meet people and just take the initiative and don't be so shy. Yeah. I that's that. actually quite surprising um, about the Danes that you've mentioned they are yeah. uh, a bit reserved because, you see, I lived in Finland. I lived mm -hmm. there for seven years mm -hmm. and when I was in Finland uh, I've heard many many times that actually Danes are considered the most you know laid back and easygoing and relaxed people uh, yeah. you know of the Nordic countries yeah <laughs> yeah maybe maybe it again it's, it's all relevant like if exactly you, exactly from like South American culture or African culture that I've heard friends from um, those countries that would think okay maybe the Danes mm -hmm. or the Scandinavians are kind of like more cold and you know um reserved and not so yeah, like, yeah, of course of course that's that's my point <laughs> yeah. take some time to warm up a little bit yeah <laughs> yeah and what about uh, your support how 
how do you manage to stay in touch with your family, with your friends? You know, what would you recommend to other expats? What's your routine of, um, you know, contacting with people um, that you left somewhere in the world and you used yeah. to, you know, like to talk to them? And Yeah, I think especially 2020, um, I would say actually my, my relationship with my family has been closer than before because, mm-hmm. um, oh, I mean, like, obviously I realized how, how important family is and how supportive they have been and so um like the the usual way that I talk with my family is just through whatsapp like we have a family group so we just like share pictures of just daily life you know this food or you know this place that I went to and then just um you know checking with each other and once in a while I will call call home or um actually a couple days ago was my dad's birthday and then we had our like a facetime family facetime um for the first time in many years like we usually don't do that but uh, it was it was really nice to you know see the faces and i'm so thankful for technology that allows us to do that <laughs> um and i also think if i would like if i had to give one advice to some expats or people who are going to be an expat soon i would say um to be mindful of how how much time you spend on staying connected because obviously you need to stay connected with family and friends um, from back home but at the same time if it um, prevents you from getting plucked into the new community and new society that you are in it's also maybe not so helpful like if you're just staying in your room and skyping your friends and family every day and not reaching out and not you know getting to know your friends here then it's kind of also you know maybe not so good so finding that balance is also quite important i would say yeah, I, I fully agree with you. I mean, we have only as many hours as we have in mm-hmm. the day. And if you are an expert somewhere else, um, you have to manage somehow and um, balance yeah. your yeah. time spent yeah. with yeah. your family and, and that time that you're actually trying to adapt to the new culture. Exactly. Because when you are able to find a new community and get plugged in in the new society that you're in, then you actually will feel less homesick and then you feel happier in this country mm-hmm. place yeah you, you are more like uh, rooted in the mm-hmm. new place yeah so yeah. yeah that's very very important mm-hmm. well priscilla thank you very much for sharing your story i think it's a very well interesting and uh, important story to share especially during these times because mm-hmm. we are unfortunately uh, facing probably another lockdown soon so we may have a bit of a petition <laughs> from spring well at least here in the uk the situation is quite bad And I know in some other European countries as well, I don't know about Denmark, but I think that at least some of of, uh, the countries in Europe may get um, soon like some sort of a lockdown again. So your story is actually very inspiring and you've mentioned so many important things about staying motivated and um, well, how to also um, do self-care. So, you know, care about yourself during those difficult times mm-hmm. when you are, well, overwhelmed with, with everything that is going um, on in the world these days. So I hope that your story will help uh, our listeners to, so. well, you know, yeah. manage better uh, the current circumstances and to become more uh, resilient. So thank you very much for coming here today and being with us and sharing the story with everyone. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It was it was very nice to be able to chat a little bit about just experiences and stories and be able to hopefully encourage people. Um, Definitely, yeah. I think that that your story can encourage many people. Yeah, so. and and I think you're Thanks. you're a person too. So yeah, <laughs> thank you for having me here tonight today.
Okay, thank you. And to everyone, um, as I've mentioned at the beginning, uh, we are wrapping up our season one um, of this podcast, but we will be back in, well, after the new year, probably in February. So if you have a story of resilience that you would like to share with us and with our listeners, then just uh, contact me or my co-host Ashish, and we will be very happy to schedule you for, for um, the next season. And in the meanwhile, um, starting from November, um, we will have another podcast and that one is uh, still um, in the making, but that will be uh, a podcast on relationships, on love and on uh, our romantic, um, romantic partners and, and everything that is related to relationship and, and love. So um, stay tuned for, for the new podcast and thank you very much for uh, listening to uh, Priscilla's story today and see you soon. Bye. Bye, thank you.